Welcome back to Real Phonies, where we take a love for movies and television and combine it with very little knowledge about movies and television. I'm your host, Christian. Join me and my co-host, Ian. Hey, what's up, guys? Joseph. Yellow. Jehu. What's up? Here to talk about the last and final Fox X-Men movie, Dark Phoenix. I was thinking we'd go like... No spoilers, general reaction, spoilers, talk about specifics, and then do our rankings. Yeah, 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 that's right. I don't want it to turn into an X-Men trilogy, you know what I mean? I want it to more on Phoenix, so I agree with that. Okay. You want to go first and tell us what your thoughts and feelings were? So wait, what what is this movie about? Oh, I should... The story is? um, (laughs) This movie follows the X-Men after trying to save some astronauts in space, and they get attacked by a solar flare that we find out is the Phoenix Force, and manifests itself in Jean Grey and they go to Earth and everyone fights over her. I don't know. Yep. She rebels and then people want her and then some people want to kill her. And it's in the 90s. <laughs> and it's set in the 90s <laughs> for <laughs> no reason. Which, yeah, is weird because the other three of these ones they sit in the past, they, you know, made you want to be very aware it was at that time. Yeah. This one, it makes no fucking difference that it's in the 90s. 100%. No. Which is no. weird because we're in the fucking middle of 90s nostalgia. It's yes. weird because they use real presidents and all the other ones and this one's a fake president. Right. <laughs> Yeah, um, I hated that. That was I hated right off the bat because of that. Okay, <laughs> let's well, just know, talk about our opinions. <laughs> One thing, I mean, before we get into opinions, has there been another movie that was a situation like this that was like a lame duck before it came out? Ooh, that's a good because this was a lame duck movie. Yeah. This movie they started making it that it was going to be another X Men movie leading to another X Men movie. And then halfway through, the deal with uh, with Disney goes through, and suddenly it's the last X Men movie. But that's not what they were making. I would say Suicide Squad's a possibility. I'm gonna go. I don't know. The, the DC universe was canceled at that point. Yeah, but I mean, still, I think. I mean, they... you had Justice League coming out after that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. I'm gonna go Star Trek Beyond because I don't think we knew if there was going to be another one after that. And there hasn't been. But that's what I'm saying. Well, Those, these guys yeah. did yeah. halfway yeah. through. And, and we totally the audience know they were done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. Everyone's so aware of the industry news. Everyone right. knows that Marvel owns them. And it's, yeah, it's like everyone knows that now. Right. Before, people didn't used to know that. There's no now. insiders you know I mean? anymore. Yeah. Everybody's a fucking exactly. insider. Like the sixteen-year-old girl works for me knows that fucking Marvel. You know what I mean? Right. Like everyone knows. Right. Well, she I'll, works at a movie theater. Yeah, I, I would. I would like to hope that what you, if what you're saying is true, that you come into it with kind of lowered expectations because you know of the background stuff. That that would have affected my opinion. But this movie is fucking trash, <laughs> and I feel like I came into it knowing it was going to be fucking trash, and I still really, really hated it. I, I disagree. I thought it was middling. Like it's to me middle of the road especially compared to some of the other ones holy shit I, yeah i'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> there's right some there there's you. some good stuff in the yeah. in the action scenes i think um i think it's it's a little fun i mean it's not great it's i'm not saying it's good i don't but i'm <laughs> saying it's Chris's I, i'll tell you this i watched the old ones working up to this x-men apocalypse fucking 10 times worse I mean, X Men Apocalypse is barely. Yeah. Well, you shouldn't get too far. Yeah, right. But no. But the space. But it's the space, barely a movie. Yeah, but the space stuff is good. It's quick, but I mean, I like that action scene. It, it was, was supposed I wanted, to be more space stuff, apparently. Yeah, but I liked like the mutants' powers in space. I thought that was cool. Did it make a ton of sense? No. Was Nightcrawler using duct tape on his helmet? Yes. But you know what? It was fun, and I liked it. Uh, <laughs> I hated this movie. <laughs> I, I mean, from the opening minutes, I hated this movie. No one should allow Simon Kinberg to not even only direct. I was just for, no one should ever let him write. A movie again. You know, I wrote I wrote that down because Simon Kingberg is a name that I was familiar with. Mm-hmm. Like, I've seen it before, but I was like, what has he written? And so I went back and looked at his IMDb page. He wrote Triple X, the one with Ice Cube in it. 
uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, which is actually a good movie. Yeah, that is probably Mr. the only the thing The Ice Cube Triple X is probably the best Triple X. Disagree. I like the new one. Um... X-Men The Last Stand, Jumper with uh, Hayden Christensen, Christensen. Yeah. Uh, Sherlock Holmes, which is actually pretty good. The Robert Downey one? Yeah, the Robert Downey oh, one. Oh, that's, that's a plus, yeah. Um, this Means War, which is... Oh, uh, yeah. uh, that's a Chris Pratt, Tom Hardy movie? Yeah. Chris Pine, oh, but Chris understandable. <laughs> I'd have to... Mick G would be another one I'd like to go back to just to see. That dude's movies, I don't know if they've always been super sexist, but that movie is crazy yeah, sexist. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, the Fantastic Four with uh, the Josh the Trank. Josh Trank one. Yeah. And uh, both Days of Future Past and X-Men Apocalypse. So uh, yeah. I'm not sure what this guy has done to deserve He's more. He's got some naked pictures of some executive. <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm trying to figure that out. I, I, without giving like a spoiler away, like there were moments of dialogue in this movie where like it, it just the setup was like it was complete setup for a payoff that's not even good dialogue, which is like um, there are two people and one person's like, you know, you got to help me find her. And you just know the moment they say that sentence, the next words are, if I find her, I'm going to kill her. <laughs> well, but, I, and it, it's horrible. I do, A fucking eight-year-old I, can write that. See, I, I'm, I'm with Ian. I thought it was okay. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's just weird that they. this is the second time they've made this movie. And they really didn't do a much better job than the it's first time. It's very similar. Well, I would argue they did a much worse job than oh, the first time. This is better than Last Stand. But Fucking disagree. We'll, we'll get to it. We'll, we'll get, get to it, it later. But my <laughs> thing is, they made a mistake in that this could have been great. Because look, this is your last X-Men movie. You know that, right? Yeah. But Why they, the fuck? Didn't, know they didn't know that at the time. And they've said that it was meant to be, it hurts right, it was intended to be two movies. Okay, because yeah. I was wondering, if it's your last one, why are you putting some dude with fucking weaponized braids as the villain? Why not put Juggernaut? Why right. not put, you know, Mr. Sinister? Why not throw anyone fucking in there well, because see, you're not doing it anymore? That's part of the problem. Uh, the chick is supposed to be Selena, right? Like, the chick he's talking to? I think so, yes. And she has, like, one line of dialogue, and it's just kind of in the background, and she's a decently sized X-Men villain right, right, that right. they belittle to nothing. No, I know, yeah. That, I mean, there were mistakes made, but I think the action scenes are good, like the action scene where Gene... You can't do Juggernaut either, because you did him in Last Stand, and you don't want it to be the exact same movie. Well, yeah, I mean, no, they I, don't I, really seem to yeah, care. But that when I, I say when I say juggernaut, I mean like big villains. Like, there's yeah, a lot right. of big villains they could use. You yeah. know what I mean? Like cooler villains. Um, uh, but the uh, the action was space to talk about. The other one I really liked, I thought was really well done, was the one where Jean Grey's at goes to her dad's house and the X Men confront her. And you know, where Mystique, you know that thing. Right. Yeah. Um, I thought it's I thought it was cool them going up like the Quicksilver scene. I like Storm. Like I like their powers going up against the ultra powerful Jean Grey. Right. I thought that was well done. You know, it's. Some of the dialogue is not that bad. Oh. Here, here. I love I love the fucks the, the f word that Cyclops drops, dude. It is the one f word is by is Cyclops. Funny. Like three quarters of the way through this movie, they just discover they can cuss. <laughs> like there's no cussing up until that point, and then everybody after that's just like fuck it, he fuck. <laughs> uh, but I, you know, I am mind boggled right now. <laughs> I, I knew something like this was gonna happen. The thing, we the, never agree on anything. The thing is, the Dark Phoenix saga in comics. The you know which sometimes is varying what exactly issues people call that, but you know the story that is most regarded is that I think it's one twenty seven through like one thirty eight or something like that. Uh, it's pretty overrated. Yeah, it's like uh, and it has two really good bits that one of them they don't have access to in this, and the other one we'll get to in spoilers 
they just don't access. So it's like, why did they make this movie again and still not make it? And I'll talk about the one they don't have access. Really, the big moment in the Dark Phoenix saga was, it was Wolverine's first big moment. He had been in X-Men comics, and he was always a, already a super popular character, but he was kind of like he was on the cartoons, where he always talked about, I'm a murdering fool, but he never did much murdering. About halfway through uh, Dark Phoenix, he goes fucking murder crazy. And they couldn't do that in this. And not only that, they didn't have anyone play his part, mm -hmm. which was the person who basically, I've been there, I understand what you're going through. I mean, they they could have used Magneto yeah, for that. That's what they were trying. But because of other things that happened in the movie, they have to use him for the exact opposite of that. So, again, I'm not saying this movie is great, but I'm saying I didn't hate it. Yes. And I... I think some people in it did pretty good jobs. You know, I think McAvoy and, uh, God, what's Magneto's name? Why can't it Michael be? Fassbender. Michael Fassbender. Those guys have totally. You fucking know how to say his name all this time? <laughs> what the fuck? I'm not the, consistent. Uh, <laughs> those guys at this point, I would have expected just to be phoning in, but they look no, like they, they are. Really yeah. trying. I really I, thought Sophie Turner did good. I think she did okay. I, I think, you I, know who's the worst is Jessica Chastain. Very underused. 100%. Very underwritten. Yeah. I mean, why, look, is it, why isn't she a scroll? She should have been a scroll. That, the, the rumor was it was supposed to be. I yeah, I was gonna save that for scroll, but for, for spoilers. But yeah, these guys were totally supposed to be the scrolls. Should have been. Yeah, well, should have been. Because at one point the scrolls were like Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. They were split between both companies. Both companies had rights. No, to Fox it. has them. Yeah, Fox could have done it. Uh... I actually felt like James. This is James McAvoy's worst turn as Xavier. I didn't. I felt like they were trying to play on Xavier in First Class. Yeah, which is like the cocky kind of, and he, mm -hmm. but like turn it dark. And I didn't feel like he had the gravity to pull the dark side. I will say, I think Michael Fassbender gives it as much as he has. No, in all I absolutely of them. agree. And I, and I agree with you. I think Sophie Turner does a good job. I just want to say the one thing to your point. I think the reason why the Dark Phoenix saga is so iconic or people love it is because you took a character that had been around for twenty plus years and you flipped them in a believable fashion right, right. you had built up to it successfully right. that's the problem with this movie you spend no time with jean gray in apocalypse none you have no connection to her that and then a hundred percent you flip her and she's supposed i don't care she's killing her friends i don't like i don't know her <laughs> that, that is <laughs> i true. don't like any of her friends and, and either I, I will say i think that is one of the things that i liked about this one more than apocalypse is they gave the younger cast something to do yes but it's still i agree you weren't attached to her mm -hmm. by the time she had flipped is Ty Sheridan good in this, or even passable in this? I think Ty Sheridan's good in this. He, I, you know what the thing is though, I, you know, again because of my Thirty Rock obsession, I'm really attached to James Marsden, so I'm I'm predisposed to kind of dislike him. But I thought he did all right. My thing, I think Ty Sheridan's fine in the role. I think the time jump hurts him because he looks like he's seventeen. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he happened. was he was fine as Cyclops when he's supposed to be seventeen. Right. But now that he's supposed to be twenty seven. I don't buy These it. Movies, I don't actually know how old he actually is. He's probably needs closer to, to that. Just yeah. mention that half of the cast is supposed to be fucking well, that's sixty. That's yeah, yeah. These <laughs> movies need to be looked at in a vacuum because if Michael you look Fassbender at it, was in the Holocaust. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's a little ridiculous. Oh man, we should dig into spoilers. Yeah. So let's just let's oh, just go. Worse than Transformers. Oh yeah, no, way worse than Transformers. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going with better than Transformers. I'm going like right at the line. Better. Yeah, right at the line. I mean, better. I, I would watch this again, and I'll probably never on purpose watch Transformers again. This is a friendship ender. I hate you guys <laughs> so much right now. 
<laughs> I was really prepared for us to just shit on this for like 30 Me minutes. Me too, man. And I, now we're going to have to fight about it. <laughs> I, I figured if anyone was going to be in it, I thought, I thought it was going to be hurt. But Ian too, just, ah, come on. Ian after hating Endgame. I know. I, it's Well, hold on. These are, I'm judging these on way different levels. You know? <laughs> I mean, definitely, definitely, you were expecting a lot more. Yeah, out of yeah, yeah. You're expecting yes. nothing out the, of it. Endgame is better than this movie, just so, so we're clear on where I'm lying. You so, know what I mean? So being a man uh, who's still in the life... Uh, what how how this one do at your theater? Not good. Yeah, yeah. The, the, pe- they need they need to just give it a break for a bit. The show know? the show I went into there was like probably ten people besides us. There yeah. were six, including myself. Yeah, yeah. It was Friday. It did Friday and it did well, but then after that, like I think all the people who wanted to see it Friday came, and then after that, was yeah, good. I saw it Friday I mean, night. Yeah. Honestly, I think if they really wanted this movie to succeed, they should have went ahead. And greenlit, I made the air quotes there for people at home, a sequel for it to make it seem like it wasn't a lame duck. Yeah, and then you could have just canceled the sequel. Yeah. So, spoilers. Spoilers. What is the spoiler we want to start on? Man, I don't even know. Well, Uh, I mean... Hold on. Well, I mean, the X-Men are now, like, it's completely different than the other movies. Now they're, like, society loves them. Correct. Uh, They're working for the president. For about 20 minutes. Yeah, for about 20 minutes. (laughs) That's how the movie opens. Really hard. Xavier's got the... And that's, I mean, look... And that's... Their play of Xavier's hubris. He's getting awards, and he's on the cover of a magazine, and... You yeah. know he's he's, he's loving the life, and and I mean that's that's one of the things I was gonna say about James McAvoy's performance is I don't necessarily think his performance is terrible, but I think the character doesn't make any sense, and Agreed. so it's hard to yep. bring that character to life. And that's the problem with the movie as a whole is the writing is so fucking terribly contrived to make conflicts later that like oh yeah that's a good point not not like a single interaction makes any fucking sense on a real level they're just they all feel like they're they're setups for payoffs later down the well, line this is the exact same problem we've had with game of thrones lately is that yeah. you're 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 sacrificing character to drive plot you're not letting the plot drive the character you're changing the character to fit your plot and that's what happens what i think a lot of these people even even the little bit she's in but fucking mystique like mm-hmm. You know, the first two movies, First Class and Days of Future Past, and I agree this kind of changes in Apocalypse, mm-hmm. I understand that, but you had a person who's really toeing the line mm-hmm. between good and bad, Brotherhood, X-Men, and then now she's just all on board. In fact, she's so good, she's calling Charles out on his shit. Yep. And uh, it's just... X-Women. I, that was the worst line of the movie. God, the, she totally was like, Hashtag how many Simon words Kinberg. do I have to say to get my 100%. Yeah. She's yeah. awful. You know, I, you know what? Her death scene... Pretty good. Yeah. I liked her death yeah, scene. I did but that was the most convincing performance in the um, whole movie. I also thought Nicholas Holt was fine in it. Uh, I, fuck no, Nicholas I, Holt. I, I, hate, I hate him because of the uh, fucking serums. I'm done with fucking serums. Right. Like, just, if you just cast in one of these movies, put on the fucking makeup. Can, yeah. If you know Kelsey what I mean? Grammy, <laughs> Grammer can wear the fucking makeup, yeah. you can wear the makeup. <laughs> he was Frasier for like 20 fucking years. What have you done? Yeah. You were like okay in a really good movie. Like also, that's the only thing I can think of. Also, he like transforms at will sometimes? Yeah, yeah. yeah now he can. I, he, I've realized watching the old ones that that's why I hate Nicholas Holt. Because he doesn't want to put on the beast makeup. Yeah. And it really fucking bothers me. Well, I mean, don't take the part. That's There's what I somebody mean. somebody else yeah. who wants that part. Yeah. i tell you one thing that did really bug me somebody about Somebody with it. a less punchable <laughs> face. The, the, the one thing I really think when given the opportunity to do the exact same things... Fox has done better than Marvel is Quicksilver. 
Yep. And they take him off the board in the fucking first 15 minutes. Because he's not a good enough writer to figure out how to fucking use him without breaking the game. That really, because also, also, unsurprisingly, that this franchise comes back and and steals the Superman bit from Justice League. Yeah, 100%. And it goes to, I was about to say, you're right. He doesn't know how to write him. So he combines what the, like, the one thing Brian Singer did really well with like the one thing that Zack Snyder did well and he merges it together to make something that's actually a little bit worse than both of them. Right. <laughs> no, absolutely. Well, I, I really think the last half of this movie needed him too because it needed some comic relief. Uh, you know, you guys uh, brought up Zack Snyder. Sarah was basically like, this is basically a DC movie. It's yep. just a bunch of people standing around looking sad. Mm. You know? I didn't like the end action scene. Uh, oh, see, I thought the train sequence was the best part of the movie. I, I thought there were good parts, but I didn't like how, like, it was just generic humans. Like, they, the, the Jessica Chastain, is, she's an alien race who are sh- shapeshifters. Um, I didn't like how they... Why were you not turning into aliens at that point? Like, the jig's fucking right. up. Like they didn't want to spend this movie is cheap all the time. Oh, super. You know what cheap. I mean? Like we super, don't have the money for the cheap. for the makeup on the aliens, so we're gonna leave them in their human form at the very well, end. Especially of because of that. That was something they did after the movie has done, Reshoots. and they redid it. You yep. know, that's the part that they changed. But uh, I, I thought the action was well shot in that because Simon Kimberg didn't direct that part either. Really? Yeah, that was the like assistant director. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, something that X-Men usually do is they're usually background camera cameos from various characters. Oh, there were two pretty cool ones in this. Dazzler shows up. Yep, that fuck Dazzler. Cool. Uh, uh, Dazzler yeah. was also introduced no. in this storyline, if I remember correctly, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, huh. it was. Yes. Okay, well, that, that I was going to say, because to me, that was like, okay, we're just sticking this in, in Yeah, to be, to be <laughs> um, bullshitty fans. But... If it's if it's in the original story, that's all right. And, uh, <laughs> I like that scene, the, like the X Men keg party. I like right. I like the fact that she's not like a good singer. I like the fact that it's like terrible lip syncing <laughs> over over like yeah. a shitty light show. Like I love that. It's great. Um, and and uh, you know, me and Jones noticed Quentin Choir from the uh, Grant Morrison uh, yeah. run. I don't uh, even Ryan. know who that is. Uh, there's there's a story called Riot at Xavier's Star. Him, you should watch it. It's what I think should be the ver- first Marvel X Men movie. He gets weird after that. Yeah, like, he gets like trapped in like a canister. And yeah, all sorts of weird. He becomes shit. Phoenix. Yeah, and, uh, but uh, but the right at Xavier bit's fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And the other bit that they you know that makes Dark Phoenix a classic that they don't use in this really is that Jean Grey dies. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, and and this. She doesn't really die. She kind of sort of just dissipates, and then you see at the end, oh, she's just flying around up there. She just turned into Captain Marvel, I guess. Fucking X-Men The Last Stand all over again. Dude, it really is crazy that they just, it's the, why did they make this movie (laughs) twice? Yeah. Instead of Magneto picking up the Golden Gate Bridge, Jean Grey picks up a train. Yep. I mean, like, it's just so freaking they even dissolve people the same way like they manifest her power set the exact same way i'm gonna touch you and you're gonna just break apart in the dust i'm gonna thanos you yeah there's a well, lot of that. what they should have done if they were going for already just have her fucking squish him yeah <laughs> tiny little balls of i will meat. say the really the only part of the movie uh, that i actually enjoyed is when magneto comes to kill her and she's squishing the helmet yeah that's yes, that great that yeah yeah that was cool i really wish they kind of followed through that if i'm honest with you not yeah. necessarily go all the way but like really really put him in a bad bind there what about uh her making xavier walk what do we think of that that was, was <laughs> that was like the embodiment of all the things joseph has said about bran on yeah. this podcast <laughs> It's, it's like oh. <laughs> it does seem like it's 
sort of not cool. It's not PC, right? That is what I thought. Super not cool. And they like zoomed in on the legs. I was like, I don't know if I feel good about this. Yeah, Yeah, I did not enjoy (laughs) watching that. Oh, man. This fucking movie. And I just feel like someone should have been like, Jessica Chastain, Sophie Turner, anyone in that moment should have been like, we got to change this. Yeah. (laughs) Right. I am what, not doing What this. about them naming the school for Jean Grey? Plot-wise, <laughs> in this movie, it would have made it more, more sense to name it after Mystique. Yes. No, absolutely. Because yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. really, she didn't make some great heroic sacrifice at the end. Like, she no. Was, yeah, no, I know it, that was totally just, and I hate this term, but it was fan service. Yep. Yeah, yep. 100%. What um, do we think of Buck? Jessica Chastain's character. Yeah, I, oh. I, I didn't even know her name. Good call. Yeah, on I that. didn't even. So I watched it with subtitles. <laughs> oh, and, you watched it at Nine Mile. Yeah, Good they for have you. subtitles at Nine Mile. They do. Yes, they do. And like, I'm not kidding you guys. Like, legitimately, I can't hear on my fucking left ear. So it was actually very beneficial for me. I didn't know they did. Oh, that. Well, I'm a Netflix subtitles guy, so I would be. I, mean, I watch everything with subtitles. My, my hearing is shit too, so it's subtitles all the time. Yeah, yeah. I'm just OCD. If I can't understand the word, I literally have to rewind. They it. only say <laughs> her name one time though. To to me, like. Her character notes when she was given the script were like alien and evil, and yep. she's like, "That's enough character development." Why There's did nothing why, else? Why did she it. take this? She, it's like she doesn't have a hard time finding work. No. Why did she? Do she should have held on. She would have gotten a better role for a superhero. Is, when it, I'm wondering if they if they hired her under the pretense that she was going to play Lilandria who's a prominent character in the Dark Phoenix Well, that's who she was reported as playing the entire time. And has a much bigger part and would have had a connection with Charles Xavier and stuff like that. And at some point, they were like, oh, fuck it, you're the villain now, whatever. We need need a bad guy to be the real bad guy so when Jean turns back... I still don't understand why she's not that, though. You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand. I can't for the life of me... I get unless you're like, oh, we just wrote this really shitty. We don't want to screw that character over. Right. She, she's the worst part. Like, in case we're not clear, guys, literally the movie starts with like these shitty CGI aliens crash landing, and then one of them goes up to Jessica Chastain, is just a housewife. She walks out to check on the dog, and then the alien becomes her, and that's that's the character. Like, you know what I mean? She's just like a fucking housewife who becomes an alien. Like it's basically the T two bit, but. He has a good reason to stay the cop. A cop has like this is just some chick. Yep. Yes, you know, yeah. like she could have. They could have morphed into like the president and gotten right. better access. You know, right. that was the worst part. There's okay, a, there's a lot of fucking issues with uh, this what, movie. What, what do we think of Genosha with the, with awful. with the the shipping crates? Yeah, no. I thought that I, was pretty. Uh, was, I mean, that seemed like it was set up for a movie we're never going to see. <laughs> yeah. Genosha was um, it's Magneto's island, and it was oh yeah yeah yeah. So yeah. that's like, and I guess look, I feel bad for <laughs> I feel bad specifically for Michael Fassbender's Magneto. He's he's constantly just trying to like live his fucking life. <laughs> At least and, the last two movies, and be has. and be away from things. And everyone's always trying to drag him back into yep. shit. Yeah, um, I liked the idea. And again, I think Michael like Michael Fassbender is the right Magneto for that because Ian McKellen is a bit more like menacing. Well, he's a bit more menacing. He's also kind of a bit more ideologically firm. Yeah. Um, right. Whereas Michael Fassbender, like, he's he's a, a leader because, you know, people respect him, but he's also still kind of, like, figuring out what he wants to do, what he needs from life, and I feel like that's what makes that in, an interesting Ian community. Mc, Ian McKellen's uh, Magneto, you understand him, but you're never on his side. Right. A lot of times with these, it's like, oh, I could get on yeah. Fassbender's side. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I mean, I'd like to see. I'd like to see more of that. That I mean, community. Genosha could make a cool couple of movies because it starts off as a police state where mutants are enslaved, and then it turns into the mutant homeland. 
Yeah. So uh, I was expecting more utopian society rather than homeless commune. It did, right? It looked cheap. Everything yeah. about the movie looked cheap. I was mm. like, it just you could have like done it in like a normal townhouse and it looked better. It just looked weird. Like it was some shipping containers and they were all homeless bums. Right. I will like, I will say one of the other problems I had with this movie is it fell into a thing that X Men has been flirting with for a long time, and I can't remember if they may have may, they may have gone all overboard on it once or twice. But they were like heavy on the fucking standing around and like putting your yeah, hand yeah, on your yeah, head yeah. and like the having t- mind battles and yeah. psychic <laughs> battles. And, and it's, it's the Star Trek like acting when Magneto's trying yeah. to save the helicopter. And, and so <laughs> it's really it's like it's it one was, of the, it, it got the Shatner Award. I personally fucking loved <laughs> as, it. That I was, know ridiculous. It was ridiculous, but I loved it. As, as a guy who's making a nerdy ass podcast. And who likes a bunch of nerdy ass things? I know this is punching down, but this those <laughs> scenes to me were everything that I think is ridiculous about LARPing. Right, <laughs> and that's all I could think about when I watch any of like you know Xavier in his mind battle or Magneto trying yeah. to control the helicopter. It's I, fucking ridiculous. I love First Class as a movie, but since First Class, I've always hated James McAvoy's. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that in Apocalypse. There's more I, of that in Apocalypse than the rest of them too, and I hate that. <laughs> I just think that, you know, you know, I said this uh, last week when I was talking crap about Robert Pattinson, is I think to do these kind of things, you have to realize it was ridiculous, but play it like it's not ridiculous. And Michael Fassbender in that scene was 100% Oh, that. for sure. That was yeah. maybe my favorite scene in the movie, actually. <laughs> I will agree with that. He was like, I can't hold it much longer. <laughs> he really did he go for it. He committed me. He really did That's, go for I it. Think, <laughs> I think one of my problems with the, like, that, like, that whole bit kind of like intensifies my hatred for the movie because he's going for it so hard, but the the dialogue is so bad. <laughs> it's like, so the, terrible. Like, the, I can't hold it much longer. Like, you don't have to write that. Like, yeah, that's no, I not, you can fucking visual. <laughs> that's not necessary for you to say it. Michael Fassbender I mean, is acting it. Or the, like the, again, I said earlier, the Beast bit, like, I we get it. He's been a villain in every one of these movies. When Beast shows up and says Raven's dead, Magneto doesn't have to say, if I find her, I'm going to kill her. Like, he's some 1992 Arnold Schwarzenegger ripoff villain. Like, it's awful writing. <laughs> And then Beast replies, I know. Yeah. <laughs> and so bad. And we've entirely overlooked the main driving character in this is Jean Grey. And, yeah. I, you know, again, I think Sophie Turner does the best she can with what she has, which I, I was impressed by because Me too. I... I'm always nervous to see anyone outside of Game of Thrones yeah. acting outside of Game of Thrones. I, this movie makes me think she has a future. Yeah, absolutely. Game of Thrones didn't make me think that as much. See, but, but I, I think was, she has a future. I was just the opposite. I I thought that particularly in that last season, Sansa was probably the best part of the last season of uh, of Game of Thrones. And in this, sometimes it just seemed like she was saying words. But but script. that's the thing. There's no character there. Like there's no reason that she does any of the shit that she does in this movie. There's yeah. no be- like believable like development there right. you know in the trailer there's a scene where after she kills mystique and she's like in the rain she's like talking to the phoenix force yeah. and like uh, she's like why did you make me do that right. i wish we had gotten that version right. sure yeah yeah that it would have been like two people and she's kind right. of like arguing with herself i thought that would have been more saying you, you wanted this to be venom too Sure. <laughs> I think she's got good charisma. Like the scene where I saw it was like the scene where she's talking to Cyclops and she's like, "Are you?" And he's like, "Are you okay?" And she's like, "I'm, I'm great." Like my sensor dials up to a hundred. Like 
I don't know. She like no, I, I, she's like got something there. You know what I mean? I, I absolutely think so too. <laughs> I will say one of the problems for her career going forward, she's too damn tall for movies. Yeah. yeah. Because I'm pretty sure every single fucking other actor is like on some kind of box. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I really feel like Ty Sheridan was on a box. Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, can someone explain to me why Jean has Phoenix powers in X Men Apocalypse, but the Phoenix Force is apparently a, like I said, uh, well, as, watch him in a vacuum. Yeah. <laughs> each, each one is its own universe. Hundred percent. Completely is, agree. That is so annoying. Yeah, it's just no one remembered that she was already the Simon Kimber wrote that <laughs> fucking movie. I know it, man. One of the th- one of the other before we. I, feel I like, mean, that's the most Transformersy thing. <laughs> like she's literally too. the like the reason they kill Apocalypse at the end. Like, yep, right. She's she, the MacGuffin basically yeah, at the yeah. end of that movie, and then they do it again, and just, <laughs> nope, forget that. Uh, <laughs> As, as we're as we're winding down and finding our individual nitpicky things, I just wanted to nitpick at the very end when it's the Jean Grey school for the gifted yep. youngsters and Beast is the fucking the worst picture ever. Right, right. It almost <laughs> is like that Wolverine well, meme. <laughs> That's what I thought of so when I saw. He's it. got a picture of 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 Raven Mystique on his desk. One, it's the shittiest picture, and two, it's in her for like shitty ass, you know, like publicity X Men yeah. uniform. Like what? That would be like if, if my wife had a picture of me in my fucking rave outfit. Right. <laughs> like what? Uh, also, I think I just thought about with the Jean Grey sign at the end. Really, somebody should probably mount that. Yeah. <laughs> he just took it out there and hung it up. I think maybe it was just a prank. Maybe they didn't really... It, that's just something Cyclops is pushing for. I was good. And the Beast thing, like, they're so wishy-washy on it. Yeah, they had a thing in first class. But for two movies... There was no be- there yeah, was yeah. no beast mystique yeah. relationship. They put her with Magneto, so it's like all of a sudden like he's his long lost love, and it's like yeah. I don't know. Like I said, there were so again. Are you I still love- saying this is better than Transformers by a smudge? Yes, uh. like I said, it's not. It's not the, the it's not a train wreck. I thought it was well, going to yeah, be a train it, wreck. It's, it, it's it, def- that's the thing. It's yeah. not a train. No, it's not. N- it's not nearly... It literally has a train wreck in it. <laughs> it is a train wreck. That's a good point. We're the last of the first class. Maybe the dumbest thing I've ever heard. What do we think about Beast being the professor at the end? That's fine. I mean, it was... It That's was exactly mostly... how Last Stand ends, so... I mean, it's... I thought Storm becomes uh, professor. Like Beast is walking around the halls at the end. I guess you're right. Storm does kind of do something. But I think, I think at the end of this, it's basically just math. Who, who do we got left to make the, the head of the thing? Also, everybody else is on a fucking first name basis, but we're calling Storm Storm <laughs> instead of Aurora. <laughs> yeah. what, what was her... Is her accent supposed to be some sort of African accent? I think she, I think no, she's Egyptian. definitely going for like a knockoff Wakanda. Because but it no, she's sounded Egi- like Irish. She's Egyptian. I watched Apocalypse, so I know that she yeah. was like a street rat, yeah, Aladdin Egyptian. style. Man, but but, but as as we know, but there's no connection <laughs> yeah, from that movie to this movie. A good point. <laughs> so there's no explanation why. Because I remember, I think Halle Berry tries in the first one to have a little bit of an accent, a little yeah. tiny bit, yeah. And then, and then in two not, and three, yeah, she gives does it up, yeah. drops it immediately. So let's go to our rankings. Okay, okay. so we're, so we're gonna so first of all, before we do the rankings, I want to rank the rankings. Because we decided that in the mid, we're going to put Transformers in the list, yep, right? Yep, yep. So everything under it will be worse. Correct. I'm going with Ian. Will have the most underneath Transformers. <laughs> I'll have the least. And I don't know where to put you two guys. I th- I feel like you'll probably be right under me. Okay, I'm fine so, with going that. Well, I w- I want to start just because. So so what we're gonna do here is we're gonna now that the Fox X Men universe is coming to a close, we're gonna do a retrospective of all the movies since 2000. Is it 2000s X Men? 2000. 2000. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not in 2000 X Men. That would be too many. Uh, and and just rank them from from top to bottom and determine which ones are better or worse than Transformers. 
Uh, so for me, top uh, and and we going worse or best? go worse first. Yeah, worse, wor- for, okay, yeah, worse. Yeah, 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 worse. Dark Phoenix is the worst one to no, me. No, it's. It is the Dude, worst. Oh my Apocalypse gosh, you're insane. Isn't even a fucking movie. Yeah, Apocalypse. <laughs> Tell me a thing no. that happened in Apocalypse. <laughs> you are wrong. That Magneto scene in the woods pretty cool. Um, that they already stand. done in like two <laughs> other fucking movies. I'm not arguing with you. Apocalypse is right over it. Uh, then the Wolverine, which I is it was the, the most cardinal sin of the Wolverine is it's the most forgettable movie I've ever seen. X three, uh, Deadpool two, Days of Future Past. Whoa! Then Transformers. Uh, Whoa! <laughs> yeah. What? You have Deadpool above Transformers? Okay, you might Below. be. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then I got X Men Origins, which, as you know, is a guilty pleasure of mine. It's so fucking horrible. Your, your list is bullshit. I would watch that. I would <laughs> watch that. You have the wor- you have the worst been. list out of anyone here. I would watch that movie a hundred times before I'd watch Transformers again. Uh, X Men, Deadpool, First Class, X Two, and then Logan at the very top. And granted, I would rather watch X Two than I'd rather watch. Uh, Logan, but Logan is objectively the better movie. Fair enough. You went too fast there at the end. It is a that is a risque list. Is it? <laughs> that is a this is controversial. List. List. You know, it's funny because I think know, we're gonna have. Okay. A, I think we're gonna have a similar list. So co- contrarians are usually the worst people on earth. But That's, I always say <laughs> Joseph isn't a contrarian. He genuinely hates. He does. But that list was contrary. <laughs> First of all, your love of X Men Origin is the only time I'm like maybe Joseph is just doing this as a bit. Yep. But that list was a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's not totally far off from his. But. All right, who wants to go next? Okay, I'll go next. Do it. Uh, my twelfth, last place, X Men Origins Wolverine. Oh, yes. oh god, awful. Yes. <laughs> Eleven is Dark Phoenix. Good. Uh, then Apocalypse. Then you, the Wolverine. You have Dark Phoenix Eleven. You guys yeah. are too hard on Dark Phoenix. I just rewatched Apocalypse as well this week. And you like it more? Yeah, I thought. I thought. I think the action scenes are better in it. And uh, Oscar Isaacs is at least trying. That's more than Jessica Chastain can say. Uh, I would agree, but he's got a prosthetic. He's got a prosthetic butt chin. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. (laughs) They do it wrong. (laughs) I'm just saying he's trying. She's not. I would agree with that. Uh, (laughs) The Wolverine, you're right. Completely forgettable. That third act is god awful. Uh, Last stand as a Deadpool two, Transformers. I told you it was close. It was really close. Uh, X Men, Deadpool. This is where it gets crazy. Logan, I really don't like the ending of Logan. I don't like the clone bit. I think like the fight scene in the woods is good, but I just don't like that like the one thing you created to kill Wolverine is Wolverine. I don't know. Didn't like didn't love it. He's the ultimate killing machine. He's yeah. the best at what he does. I think it would be cooler to bring back Sabretooth. Uh, <laughs> X2, Days of Future Past, first class. Days of Future Past is your number two? I really like Days you of Future Past. You fucking monster. Days of Future Past did not hold up for me this week. I forgot that Xavier takes a serum that allows him to walk, but somehow also negates his power. Yeah, no, absolutely. That, that is, it's written it, by it, Simon Kinberg. I mean, the thing no, is, no. I think that makes sense in the context of the story. I realize it's a plot <laughs> device that needs to happen, <laughs> I don't know. but that's how stories work. I don't know. You know? That, that threw me off. I was like, how did I let that slide? I think, <laughs> I think it makes more sense. The Xavier you get in Dave, 70s Xavier in Days of Future Past makes more sense than the Xavier you get in Dark Phoenix, which is almost the same Xavier, just kind of maybe flipped. Like one is he's overcome with how awesome he is. The other one's 
overcome with how much of a dick he is. But I just think it, it after how first class ends, I feel like that makes sense the place that Xavier would just, be. But there was a scene where Xavier's like like he's about to do heroin and he's like, No, I'm not gonna do the needle and it was like so ridiculous. It's fucking like like absurd. are you withdrawing you from your watch, walking you serum? <laughs> the road cut. You know what? I've owned it since the day it came <laughs> no, out. I, haven't. I still haven't watched it. The road cut is like a way better movie. Really? It's like an extra twenty minutes. And there's a lot more in the like original group people it's it's a better movie Ooh, i should watch that i just don't know if i can do it again uh, i just watched. i, lo- it. Well, I really mind. i've I rewatched watched days of future past several you times you put it as like number it. fucking two so obviously yeah. i watched I, logan one time I, and I have no interest in ever watching i agree it with about 80 percent of your list fair enough all right here's the which definitive, i think is the best we're gonna get <laughs> this is the definitive best list okay all right worst by far x-men origins wolverine Fuck you guys. no 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 option second Deadpool for my personal hatred. Jeez. I, I do not love a dick joke. <laughs> you know what I mean? I could do without. It's cheap. You know, it's, I, it's you know, it's just not good. It's I a, forgot how uh, much you love this movie. I'm it, glad, I'm glad <laughs> you you stayed on brand. Yeah, if, if you love a dick joke, it's for you. If not, it's a loser. Next, Last Stand. That is the, the fucking Phoenix story that should be at the bottom of your list. Mm. Not this one. All next. X-Men. I like the cure bits. <laughs> ben Foster. Next, X Men Apocalypse. By far the worst of the original trilogy. Then, you just said last. St- or last stand. Well, like the the Michael Fassbender. Oh, the, the young sing- trilogy. Not, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Say the reboot. The, pre- yeah, yeah, the gotcha. prequel trilogy. Yeah. Sure. Uh, then Transformers. And wow. then, then I you have a lot there's a lot than of shit better than Transformers. I more do. than I expected. The Wolverine, I think, is pretty cool, man. I like that ninja scene. It falls apart in the third act with Silver Samurai, but. There's good stuff in there. It's cool. It's a different. It's a. It's a. It's like you a know, smaller movie. You know, the continuity a, doesn't make the, the bullet train sense scene it. alone is fucking dope as shit. It's not bad. I, I will say, if instead of the silver, like the whole bit at the very end, they did like Wolverine versus the fucking ninety nine from Quentin Tarantino. Yep. That shit would have been way doper. It would have been higher on my list. Yep. Yeah. The movie's not bad. If he if the movie ends when or he's like, is that Kurt Eighty? Kurt Eighty. Fuck it. I don't know. Uh, when he's coming into the city and fighting all the ninjas and they keep shooting him with arrows. Yeah. If that's the end of the movie, I'm more on board. And yeah. I'm also hurt. Told me but about. I don't remember anybody else. The extra credit scene where they give him the Wolverine fucking uniform. Well, and that's just, the one that fucking sold it for me. Have you seen that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That shit's. Fun. He never wears just it. Just in general, this is one of the few movies where you have to go with the extended cut because the part that they decided to cut out of this movie was all the parts where Wolverine kicks ass. (laughs) It's just a whole movie. The theater cut is a whole movie of Wolverine just losing. But he basically does fight the 88 in the extended cut. He kills like 600 ninjas before they get him with the arrows. He kind of does. Then uh, Deadpool 2. I think it's much better than the original. Um, I've only watched it once in theaters, but I like that sky parachute jump with X-Force. I mean, that is funny. Uh, then Dark Phoenix. Dark Jesus. I, Fuck. I think Dark Phoenix is a solid C. I think, it, I think it's, think it's good... better than Transformers. <laughs> you think it's better than Deadpool 1. Deadpool 2 and Deadpool 1. <laughs> I agree. Deadpool, I think Deadpool 2 is a big pile of shit. Then, all right. Then original X-Men. I think it's a little cheesy. Haven't watched it in a while, but I think that Statue of Liberty scene holds up. I like that scene. Then First Class. Um... It's a little cheesy, but I think it's the most X Men movie. I mean, again, I, it's, a, it's supposed to be cheesy. It's like this, like no, it high is. 60s. Yeah. and that that one is the one that pulls the most from the talents of McAvoy and Fassbender. Yes. And I think that's the yeah, the best part of also, that series because they're the best part. And I think Kevin Bacon's underrated in that movie. No, he absolutely I, yeah, is. Like Kevin Bacon's a really good yeah, villain. He's, in that. he's pretty. Good that in first it. scene when he comes in speaking German, you're like, yeah. Kevin fucking Bacon. Yeah, what? Like, he's pretty intimidating. He's pretty good. Um, anything? 
And I was just going to say, he does the best version of that Holocaust scene of like the nine times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Though I also like the one from the very first one. Yeah. 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 Uh, the, the Cuban Missile Crisis is dope too. Uh, yeah. Then Days of Future Past. And I, more on those future scenes, which are fucking cool. Yeah. Like all the, that's the best X-Men action. In those future with like oh, Sunspot and they're Colossus. They're brutal as hell for oh, a PG-13 like, movie. Yeah, Iceman's getting his head chopped off. Yeah. Only thing I don't, and I realize I put it to you, I, they fuck over Bishop like yes. so yeah. hard. Yeah. Bishop is nobody in that yeah. movie. Yes. Um, but yeah, I like seeing Magneto, Wolverine, like them all together at the end. I thought mm. that was cool. Then X2, which is probably the most rewatchable, but I think I'm with Nips. Logan's the far superior. Like, Logan's an Oscar movie. It is. You it know absolutely what I mean? it's an is. Oscar very, movie. very so good. So that's the best one. That's my list. All right. The best list. So I only had four worse than Transformers. How many did you have? Uh, Before you start, what are we at? Even. Oh, you were like you were way more positive than I thought you were going to be. <laughs> I thought like one or two of these movies would be above Transformers. No. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm six. Six, six, and I'm four. Man, I'm going to look like a mark. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, at the bottom, Wolverine Origins. Fuck you guys. <laughs> the thing is, we're with all this against one, dips. This one is not even. I love that we all three had it. <laughs> it's not, I understand. I, I figured all it would be below Transformers for all of you. But the very bottom, this is. The, <laughs> it's a bad business. Oh, anyway, carry on. Second from the bottom, Apocalypse. Okay. Barely even a movie. Uh, the only thing I can even remember from it is there was a Metallica song in it. Like, literally, that's the <laughs> memorable thing for me of that movie. Uh, Okay, Transformers. Wow. Whoa. See, here's the thing with you guys. You guys have been spoiled by Marvel movies. Hey, ours is a perfect median. Wait a minute. We put it right dead center. Last Stand is better than a fucking Trans... I'm going to get to my thinking. I think we are applying it correctly. I agree. Just above the line of Transformers, Dark Phoenix. It's barely better. Now, at this point, I would just like to point that every movie above this are the only ones I actually count. Those three, I don't even count because I think by existing, they kind of piss in the pool. Uh, right above that, X3. And I'm going to tell you why. I've maybe watched X3 more than I have any other superhero movie because it just seems like there's a good movie. <laughs> it does. They I agree. put it together. And I think... With the changes that they do in uh, in Days of Future Past, it makes it a better movie. The things I don't like about it, it sort of erases. So, and also the best moments in Days of Future Past don't work if you don't have the worst parts of uh, of X three. Uh, next up, Deadpool. You know, serviceable, funny, a lot of dick. Above that, the Wolverine. I make sure to note extended and unrated. It's a much better movie with the with the whole thing. But that Deadpool 2, I think it's better than Deadpool 1 because it's funnier. These yeah. are supposed to be comedies and they land the jokes better on this. Josh the, Brolin was great as uh, Cable. Josh Brolin's great. That Brad Pitt shit, shit fucking kills me. Yep. Yeah, that, 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 it, that's a funny It was movie. underrated because he was Thanos at the same time, but yeah. he, he's pretty good in that movie. Above that, uh, first X-Men movie. I think it, it does look cheesy, you know. It just sucks because I think it came out just close enough to the, to the Matrix should have not learned from the Matrix. <laughs> yeah. It was still like a 90s action movie, even though it was in the 2000s. But I mean, this whole franchise is built on the performances of, uh, of Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen. Yeah. The, the, chem the uh, chemistry those two have make these fucking... A lot of leather. Uh, a lot of leather. <laughs> above that, uh, Logan. I think Logan's a really good movie, 
But as an XN movie, it's more of like a Western and stuff like that. Noir. You know? Also, it's more, <laughs> it, it's more of a Western. Yeah. But it, it like, I, I don't know. I mean, I love it. I, I know objectively it's probably the best movie on here, but I'm not doing the best ones. I'm doing my favorite ones. Um, uh, after that, X2, that was probably, you know, the one where they really landed. I mean, that... That scene where, you know, Wolverine goes ape shit and kills a bunch of soldiers. It's great. Yeah. That shit's dope. I really like a lot of the decisions they make in it, like combining the sort of uh, God loves, man kills, zealot with Wolverine's backstory, I think was a good a good choice to make. It's just, it's a solid movie. Uh, only good version of Nightcrawler. Only good version of Nightcrawler. Yep. Uh, God, that scene, the opening the scene, opening is fucking scene. It's so the cool. Scene. Dope ass cold opening. The, the only problem I have with it is that weird ass scene where Gene talks through uh, Professor X to say goodbye to Cyclops. Yeah. That shit is awkward. <laughs> as fuck. Uh, number two, Days of Future Past, and I will say, I it was almost one for me, just because I think it has the best emotional moments. Um, you know. Uh, when Wolverine shows up at the end and finds out everything he did was right and Gene's back and Scott's back and you you see uh, you see the good beast and stuff like that. Like, I got genuinely teary in that dumb movie. So. I, would, I would agree with good moments, but there's a lot more dumb moments than I remember. Like, I forgot, Magneto literally puts a bunch of metal in the Sentinels and then come the president, he can just control all their guns and everything just because he slid some metal poles in there. I mean, that, that might makes be, no fucking sense. That might be one of those things I just never question <laughs> comic book science. You know, but it's I just want to be on board. And the best one is first class. It's you know, uh, it has the best performances. It's got the most style of any of these. Like it's not just people walking around in leather. It's uh, yeah. it, it it's a it's a good movie. Yeah. Ours was closer than I thought it was yeah. going to be. Yeah. Yeah, Except for yeah you put I, Transformers. Think, I think objectively, the only real difference is ours where we put, put Transformers. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Interesting. So well, you guys are, uh, I don't know. I think, uh, I, you know, I don't want to turn this into Days of Future yeah. Past podcast, but <laughs> uh, I think the thing about Days of Future Past is it is a, it is the most comic booky by also being good. Like, like yeah. It, it, yeah. it doesn't sacrifice any of its comic book nature to be a decent movie. And, and I tell you what, where this franchise most went off the rails was not really using embracing that as, yeah. a, as, as, a, as a reset and mm -hmm. embracing it. They should have recast Wolverine at that point. They still could have done uh, Logan as its own separate thing. Yep. You know, it should have been, that should have been the do-over at that point instead yeah. of this like middle ground. Is this the same thing or is it not? I don't know. I also think you really got to abandon the time jumps because it really makes no sense. It, yeah. de definitely after the first one, they shouldn't have done it again. Yeah, no, yeah. No. the rest of them should have been in the seventies. All right, well, 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 that, well, and that's and that's the T. Those <laughs> those are the lists. It is up to you, the listener, to determine which of us is right and which of us is wrong. Legitimate question before we move on: Do you think? And I, I'm sure I know the answer. Do you think Marvel uses the Dark Phoenix ever? I I mean, ever is a long ass time. I think they go at least ten years before touching it. Yeah. I I think it. I if, think if, if Marvel movies are still a thing in ten years, I think they may use it, but they may use it more like Grant Morrison used it when he did it in his run. They're not going to do the Dark Phoenix, right? Out. I would right. agree. I would Although agree. technically, they never really have. Kind of like they did with Civil War. I think. Yeah. I think they'll they'll maybe take the name of it, but completely change it. So one of the guys who listen to our podcast, Rafe, uh, Rafe's a huge X Men fan. He had this idea and I actually really like it. I don't think they do it, but I think it's good and it's worth calling out. 
is that he thinks it could be used. You have a basically a trilogy of X-Men movies and you build to that mm. and Gene be the motivator between X-Men versus Avengers and that be your Avengers movie. And so the event, the Avengers see her as a threat and the X-Men see her as this friend that people, they want to yeah. save. And that's the thing that motivates them. I don't know Rave, but I, Rave, but I'm 100% on board with yeah. that. If this hadn't have fucked it up, I think that would totally be the thing because that would be a great thing to build towards. With yep. This. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to see, like, there's so many cool things that they could do now. So I hope they do, do, do that kind of stuff. I hope they take their time. I'm yeah. fine with a break from X-Men. I mean, I want those characters. Like, I want to see Wolverine exist next I, to Captain America. But yeah, I want to see him fight Hulk. Like, there's a lot of stuff. That there's I no see. way there's not already a plan to it. No, they definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I also think we're. I think the general public thinks too much if they're going to be an X Men movie. Yeah, and I don't think that's gonna. Be, I don't I, think it's. Gonna I think you either. may see these characters introduced mm-hmm. in other things. I think. I think after they get introduced in other things and and get a positive reception, then they'll bring them back yep. together in yeah. an X Men. Almost movie. like they treated the Avengers. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, farewell, Fox. We, uh, you know, aren't going to, we didn't really like you. (laughs) There were were some good moments early on, but it, it wasn't, it's not what it used to be. No, it's not me. It's you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so that's it for, for dark Phoenix and the Fox X-Men series. What have we been watching guys? And you watch black mirror or is it just me? I did not watch it. No, none of you. I have. It's I didn't just, really it's just so sad. And they're an hour long. Okay. Well, yeah, I watched the three black mirrors. I would say, they're probably gonna they should stop oh no all I right think it's a a little step down there's one that's like fucking weird as weird as like the president and the pig one okay with um anthony mackie and black manta from aquaman yeah and it's if if you haven't been spoiled like i don't know i haven't, I haven't been spoiled to go yeah, into it and like it's it's the weirdest shit oh now i kind of want to watch um it. there's I, one with the guy from Sherlock. Yeah, who plays Moriarty. Moriarty, yeah. And that one's... I heard the ending in that one is crazy. Yes, that shit's crazy, but it's like a smaller... They're like much more season one smaller stories. Okay. And then the Miley Cyrus one's the weakest one, for sure. Um, The other two are pretty decent. They're not bad, they're just not great. Yeah. Ever Uh, since Netflix took it over, I feel like it's taken a step. When it was like a BBC thing, I feel like it was much better. I don't know. I mean, one, I think, you know... Netflix has way more production. Yeah, you're you're pushing a lot of the same concepts, you know, dressed differently over time. So, you you know, you run out of material. I mean, my favorite one is true. My favorite one's that Callister one. So, I mean, that's a Netflix one. The the USS Callister one's a really great one. Um, The the San Junipero was one after Netflix took it over. So, there are some really good ones after that. Yeah, those two and the one with Dom Hilgalese in that you told me. That, that I think was, that's that the, was the that's first one you recommended that's to me. No, I know, season. but that one's real. Those are my three favorites. Yeah, that one's the yeah. best. That's that's my favorite episode of yeah. the show. Um, and right, I wa- you've never watched Black Mirror. I've never watched any of it. And, yeah, it's like a better Twilight Zone. Yeah. Um, I, I, watched, I think I'm going to start it soon, but I just haven't yet. You would like it, yeah. Um, and then I watched the old X-Men, which you already talked about. That's it. I am a big fan of the movie Chef by Jon Favreau. Mm-hmm. And now there is a Chef show. There is. On Netflix. So, like, a little, I guess, backstory. Chef was made after Jon Favreau had made Cowboys versus Aliens. And before this point, really, John Favreau had just made basically hits, things that were fairly financially and critically successful. Elf, Iron Man. Swingers. Swingers. Um, and so he makes Cowboys versus Aliens, which I think is actually a pretty fun movie. I don't think it, you know, it doesn't have wide appeal, I get, but I, it's fine for what it is. And so he'd never really made a bomb before. And so what Chef was, was basically an allegory of what he went through. It's this guy who is an acclaimed chef, gets a bad review, kind of goes crazy, and then starts a food truck. And the movie Chef is literally Jon Favreau's food truck in this case. 
and he hired a guy named Roy Choi, who is a kind of like invented the food truck craze. He designed the whole menu for the movie and stuff like that. And um, so it's just John Favreau and Roy going around and like cooking food with their friends, like John uh, Quentin Paltrow's in it, Robert Downey Jr., Kevin Feige, Tom Holland, like all the Marvel people are in it. And even at one point, someone's like, so when it, what shit, What channel is this coming? I'm like, oh, we don't know. We're just filming us, like, hanging out with people. Yeah. So it's just John Favreau, Roy, and I mean, it's, like, super relaxed. It's not any of that fake drama you get in a lot of cooking shows. Uh, I power through the whole season. It's just eight episodes. I'll basically binge the whole thing in a hmm. day. I really liked it. Better than Transformers. What season four of The Office? You know, I, I say season three is really the be- the ending of the show. But season four is pretty good. It's still better than Transformers. And uh, I also watched X-Men Apocalypse, and it's worse than Transformers, <laughs> but it's not good. Um, where, where does the chef show come on at? It's on Netflix. Netflix? Right yeah. on. Yeah, that sounds kind of interesting. Yeah, I love the movie. Uh, you know, uh, th- this week I was really into Britpop. <laughs> I was I was doing a thing where I was listening to a lot of like mid-90s Britpop. So I watched two documentaries I'd already seen before about the era. One of them's called Supersonic that's specifically about Oasis. And of it's uh I mean, it's fucking hilarious. The The Gallagher brothers are two of the funniest people who ever lived for completely different reasons. <laughs> like, like Noel is, like, totally self-aware. He knows he's kind of doing a shtick, and he really just has this biting sort of cut to his humor. Uh, Liam is completely unself-aware. <laughs> he has no idea that he's a fucking goon. And so they're just hilarious, and it's it's a really funny movie to watch. Uh, that one's probably the more well known of the two of them. There was also uh, one called um, what what was the other one called? What was the other? There was an, another pop documentary I watched, and I can't think of the name of it. It was also named after an Oasis song, but it was about the whole movement of uh, of Britpop. Except for some reason, Radiohead's like completely omitted. I think it's probably because they refused to participate, but I also think they should have just, uh, you know, covered them anyway and said <laughs> shitty things about them, you know. <laughs> but uh, but it, it it also even though it te- it there's a lot of good stuff about the whole scene. The best bits in it is also the Gallagher brothers, but I I recommend both. Both of them are way better than Transformers. While Joe's is telling his, I'll figure out what the name of the other one. <laughs> that is. sounds great. Yeah. Uh, so I'm still watching just kind of my general shows, but including t- Attack on Titan, which I, wa- I wanted to re-mention just because it's a it's a series that started out really good. It was, a, it was a huge phenomenon, and it stayed good. And then there was some weirdness at the beginning of this season that I wasn't sure about. Uh, but it's such a solid show, and it's it's maintained as such a solid show with high stakes for such a long time that I think it's I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm genuinely impressed by how they how they continue to keep it up. I am really I'm one episode behind. I'm really worried they're about to kill off the coolest character in anime, which is Levi. I I, I, I look, I haven't seen all the anime, but I've seen a fair bit of anime. <laughs> and seen, Levi is like it all. is like is like a fucking tier above the next coolest character and I'm going to be real bummed if they kill him. I watched the last bit of the bad time or bad times at the El Royale. Uh, what do you mean the last bit? Uh, well, so I saw I saw the first two thirds of it on a plane, oh. <laughs> and then I never. I was like, I'm not gonna pay for this, so I oh, waited so for it to come on HBO. I was really into the first two thirds, and it builds a lot of intrigue, but it just kind of falls down in the last third because it it like it doesn't know whether it wants to be like this allegory or if it wants to be like an interesting story with like these cool, interesting, distinct Mm. characters. And so when at some point those two things have to like, you have to resolve one or both of them, they can't. They're like, those two things don't come together very well. 
It's still better than Transformers. It's a really like it is. It's very Quentin Tarantino esque. Everyone seems to be having a good time, and yeah. I really like the girl who's the singer in it. I, yeah, uh, she's, she's great. In she's it. also in Widows, and I'm like, what, what? she's apparently a, a Broadway singer, which makes sense. You but know, who's like, miscast is uh, Dakota Johnson in that movie. I just didn't buy I her. She's like, fine. I didn't she's, buy her as like a badass sister. Yeah, protecting. she's she's okay. I, I'm yeah. not a huge Dakota Johnson fan, though. How how amazing is, is it that that kid is not Tom Holland? I had to look at it like a million <laughs> times while I'm watching the movie. Be like, are we sure that's not Tom Holland? <laughs> he looks just like Tom Holland. Um, and the other thing I watched, as promised, I watched Good Time with Robert Pattinson. Oh, yeah, and uh, one, Robert Pattinson is good at it, but I was genuinely surprised. This movie's fucking excellent. Really? Like, it's really, really good. Like, if, if uh, granted, last year was a strong year. We had, like, Into the Spider-Verse and stuff. But it would be in my rankings for, for best movies of last year. Is it a cartoon? No. Because when he said Into the Spider-Verse, he I was, yeah. loves that movie. <laughs> no, but it was, that, was the, that was the best movie of <laughs> oh, last year. Okay. Um, so the, the basic premise is Robert Pattinson is, like, a street-smart lowlife who is doing petty crimes to make money, but he's also the de facto caretaker for his brother who's mentally challenged. And his family wants to put his brother in, in like a, a facility for people with mental disabilities. And he feels like his brother is more capable. And so he takes him on crimes with him. Whoa. Um, and so the whole, the whole point of the movie is that uh, early on his brother gets into trouble and the whole movie is Robert Pattinson essentially turning the world upside down to get his brother out of trouble. Um, and the whole thing takes place over like it's like a 24 hour period. It starts at like midday and goes all the way through the night, through the morning, through the day. And it's just really like it's a, it's a really interesting movie. It reminds me of Training Day. Oh. Um, but instead of being like from the rookie cop perspective, it's from like this low life yeah. criminal, like streetwise pr- criminal. Um, that could be good. Yeah, no, it's it's really really good. I it's on Amazon right I now. I remember when this movie came out, and I didn't know Robert Pattinson was in it. Yeah, I uh, I highly recommend it. Yeah. It's way better than Transformers. Yeah. I like a movie that takes place in like one night. Yeah, no, I do too. Yeah. I, I really like I really like limited perspective things because you're like super focused on every single moment that Robert Pattinson's character is going through. Um, beat by beat and I, I it, it just the whole thing is super tense but like in a good way you're just excited to see what happens next cool so did you ever think of the name Live of Forever was the name of <laughs> the forever. other Britpop documentary yeah. I did forever. I watched something else this week I watched Crazy Rich Asians which is on HBO Go and I, I really recommend it it's a fun movie it's a rom-com right uh yeah I mean, it's it's a rom-com. I, I know that's a dirty word, but you know, it, it, is that a dirty word? It's a yeah. rom-com <laughs> in, in like how, you know, my big fat Greek wedding is a rom-com. Like, it's yeah. not really about the romance. Yeah. That's the thing. It's about like the family mm-hmm. dynamics. And I think her name is Constance Wu, the main character. If yep. you ever watch Fresh Off the Boat, it's her. And uh, I always thought she was like apparently way older than she is because she looks like a middle-aged mom in Fresh Off the Boat. She is fine as hell in this movie. Crazy <laughs> uh, it's really funny, though. It really, really is really good. I can't recommend it enough. I enjoyed it way more than I thought I was going to. Oh. Makes me want to go to Singapore real bad. Better than Transformers. Cool stuff. Yeah, rom-com is a dirty word because traditionally they're terrible. No, okay. <laughs> and so usually when I, when, when I asked him, I said, is it a rom-com? I saw in his, in his heart he, there was fear. Then like, no, I need to justify this. It's not. <laughs> no, yeah, it's good. Yeah, I like it. I'll have to give it a try. Uh, well, cool. Is it's any... one I would definitely watch without my wife. So that should tell you. Yeah, that is actually pretty. Yeah. That's a pretty yeah. ring. That's endorsement. a ring endorsement indeed. Yeah, <laughs> that and Sweet Home Alabama. I love. <laughs> I like Notting Hill. Notting Hill is my favorite rom com. 
We should do a man's. I really, I was gonna say, I think it would be hilarious if we did, if we did our, 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 like our ten favorite rom coms. That's a good episode. Guy, guy, guy rom com. I love it. (laughs) Well, tune in next week. We're gonna, we're gonna go through the our man's list of favorite rom coms. So that, yeah, that's it. That's, this is the closeout done. bit. Yep. Uh, this uh, well, is where you talk. Now. That is, yeah, yeah. Uh, so thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you like this, please rate and subscribe and tell all your friends about us. If you want to get in touch with us, we'd love to hear what you think about all the Fox X Men movies. I almost oh. forgot that's what we talked about. Yeah. What, <laughs> what what your ranking is? Which one of our rankings is closest to your ranking? And honestly, if you want to send in your favorite rom coms, sure, why not? I'd like to hear what they are. <laughs> you can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter at uh, Real Phonies and on Instagram at Real underscore phonies. Uh, thanks to Zach Evans for art and Brian Velasquez for our theme. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.